right, welcome to episode two of the Rotation Podcast. Yes. We're back. Mason Lieb. I'm Jake Nissy. Today, we got something a little different for you. We interviewed Lauren Carlini of the U.S. Women's National Team. She's also currently on Casal Migliore. And more importantly, former Wisconsin Badger. Yes, and going back to her Italian volleyball club, Lauren, if I mispronounce that, I apologize. We do know that it's in the Parma region of Italy. Um, great interview. We got into everything under the sun. Yeah, um, you know, her... Her history at Wisconsin, playing there, you know, basically as a as a volleyball legend there now. Um, sort of the the different locker room flavors of her time playing in Europe. She's she's played in Italy, she's played in Turkey, the U.S. obviously, and uh, some uh, shall we say not safe for work uh, songs that are playing uh, or have played over the speakers in uh, European stadiums in front of all the fans and her teammates. And if you stick around, you'll hear what she's listening to right now, Jake. What are you listening to right now? Yeah, so it's been uh, it's been an interesting, I feel like week or so with some new releases. I will give a give a shout out to a few songs I'm listening to. Omar Apollo, Three Boys, good song. Um, probably my favorite producer slash one of my favorite artists ever. John Bellion is uh, all over the Jonas Brothers album. Um, that they have a new song Wings that I really liked that he. Uh, pretty okay. much with the architect of and, and they've been sort of uh, touting his praises recently in public in, in the build up to their album and then uh, we've okay. got we've got Australian artist Dane getting international with it yeah in honor of Lauren Carlini yeah of Casa how, about you? how about you well um, it's cold it's really cold out yeah it's mid-February <laughs> things are dark it's not so bad things are damp um, I'm I'm on a bit of a folk kick right now. Okay. I've been listening to Noah Khan. Okay. Yeah, Stick Season. Uh, album came out in October. There isn't a skip on the album. I'll listen to it for hours on end recently. Um, in the rap realm, do you know St. Levant? Yeah. Very few friends. He raps in that. three different languages. I've heard that song. It's a good song. That's an overdeveloped Fire. frontal cortex. It's really, really <laughs> impressive. I don't even know what that means, but well, it's a good song. Um, so that's what I'm listening to. To find out what Lauren Carlini is listening to, please stick around. It's match day. You're getting ready for you're getting ready for a game. When say there's a, it's set for seven o'clock. When do you start listening to your pregame music? When does that start? And what are you listening uh, to? For sure. So it's crazy how it's kind of changed throughout my career. Like what I listened to in high school and college versus what I listen to now. It's so different. <laughs> I'm like almost embarrassed to say. Let's hear it. I'm like so much more calm now, right? So say my game's at seven. Um, for our home games, I actually have to drive like 50 minutes. So I have a long time to kind of get ready. And of course, while I'm getting ready at home, I'm listening to music. Um, so I would say like an hour and a half, two hours before, right? I'm starting to listen to country, like things that are waking me up a little bit. And then on the 50 minute drive there, um, you know, as I'm pulling up to the match, then that's when I get into a little bit more of like the hip hop, the rap stuff, some of the fun throwbacks. Um, and more of like the rowdy country stuff, which okay. oh my god, my eighteen year old self is cringing. Let's at hear that. some names. But, sorry. <laughs> Let's hear some names. 
Who are you listening Someday. to? Yeah. Who are you listening to? 18 year old uh, self. <laughs> so, oh my God, my 18 year old self, I was listening to like Chief Keep, Lil Durk. If you're Ooh, from Chicago okay. area, <laughs> like, you know, right? This is hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super into that stuff and then got into college and it was more like, Travis Scott, The Weeknd, like more mainstream rap, and now I'm more into like I don't know the Drake, the the Don Toliver, like sure. a little bit more smooth with it instead of like right. hardcore. All on I'm gonna run through brick wall. Chief Keep <laughs> angst. Okay, cool. You said it's a 50 minute drive to the game. You're in Palma. Yeah. Are you like driving up the Italian coast? Like, what did what did your drive look like? <laughs> Oh, if only. Yeah. Okay, no. um, my is... mental health would be much better than what it is. <laughs> Are now, you in traffic but... through like urban landscapes? What is that like? Unfortunately, no. It's pretty flat land where I am. So in Parma and then where I play, we're in Cremona. Um, it's literally like land of the pigs. So it's where <laughs> like prosciutto is from, culatello, like all of these meats. Yeah. So imagine, yeah, you're driving from like Chicago to Madison. It's just like flat land and farm farms so, so, so kind of familiar um, to do that but i will say like way off in the distance once you get to cremona you can kind of see some mountain landscapes so okay. i guess something to look for. okay <laughs> but it's, it's the italian heartland all right interesting exactly. interesting um you you played in italy in russia in the united states obviously i believe turkey as well can you talk a little bit about how the genre and style of music you guys listen to as a team differs based on where you played? For sure. Um, I would say, gosh, Russia was like a blur. I wish I could remember what they were listening <laughs> to. Um, I would say they were a little bit more just American music in general. I don't remember them listening to much like Russian music. Okay. Um. <laughs> Turkish music, they also like their like Turkish rap, which some of it is actually pretty good. Like mm -hmm. I've I've listened to a couple. I mean, there's just a lot of popular songs that they put out, mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, this is. I have no idea what they're saying, obviously, <laughs> but the beat is fantastic, fire. Mm -hmm. um, and then Italy, it's a really good mix, right? So they have some of their own mm -hmm. artists, but most of it, I would say, is very like American esque. They love you know Harry Styles, so they. Sure. They listen to everything, okay. but it's kind of nice, right? Like that's where all of our worlds intersect and right. we can, I don't know, it's just a lot of common ground and really cool to talk about and hearing them try to like <laughs> sing some of these songs and the lyrics, I'm like, I don't know, it's just, it's, it sounds rather than actual words, but really cool either way, just to hear all the interactions. Yeah, our last guest that we talked to uh, actually mentioned that he is the locker room DJ for his team, the Red Bulls. Do you have mm -hmm. any sort of control? Or are you are you getting a couple songs in at least uh, in the in the pregame warmups or whatever? Or yeah, yeah, you know, um, thank God, no, I was the DJ. Let's see, like two, three years ago, okay. that is a massive job to have. Like a lot of responsibility. Playlists, like. Props to Chiaka, who's our Team USA playlist guru. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's over here. She's got so many playlists. You never hear the same song twice unless you want to listen to it. Like, it's <laughs> it's really good. So um, I am older now, so I don't get handed that job. <laughs> but uh, I would say, yeah, especially right now, what's trending, Rihanna just did the Super Bowl. Right. So everyone's heavy into the Rihanna content. Right. Um but like the old stuff, right? Like rehab, disturbia, mm -hmm. things like that. So 
that's where we're at right now. I take it if you are the American DJ abroad, they're probably mm-hmm. not buying into the country music that you said you listen to on, on your own. <laughs> Absolutely not. Sometimes <laughs> I'll turn it on when I'm li- like about like doing my stretching for lifting in the mornings. Right. And I mean, I have like Luke Combs or Morgan Wallen, someone a little bit more like with it and upbeat. And mm-hmm. people are like, what is this? I'm like, okay, it's not that bad, you guys. Stop right. being dramatic. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, country definitely does not fly here. Whereas, like, with Team USA, our, we have country Fridays. Like, all day Friday, we're playing country music. So that, would you say, country is the genre of choice for Team USA? Um, I would say overall, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot of us are from the Midwest, too, so mm-hmm. it's kind of just natural for us to be on the country train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah. think it, it is about country that I guess gets you in sort of a a game day mindset? Is it sort of it being maybe in between you know too sad and maybe you know the the full on anger of like a chief keef or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I think with country it just gets me. I don't need to be as like hyped up and more as I was when I was in college playing like. <laughs> I know now that I play better when I'm a little bit more calm and level-headed. And so for me, country, like you said, is a really good balance between, okay, I'm still upbeat and I'm like, you know, finding what works, but I'm not going insane and my activation level isn't at a 12 out of 10. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's a nice little balance. Something we've asked the other guests too is about, uh, you know, you're playing abroad. You're probably in a lot of different arenas all over the place. Are, can you talk about, like, the different arena music that you're hearing? Probably, like, in Russia, that had to have been interesting, right? I take it they're not playing Harry Styles. No, absolutely <laughs> zero Harry Styles in um, Russia. Um, I'm trying to remember. A lot of techno in Russia. Mm. Like, just, yeah. It was, like, nonstop instrumental, but, like, heavy techno house, which mm-hmm. I can't stand. Like, Right. I think the last time I listened to it was like Skrillex in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, but Turkey, okay. Another thing here, they, <clears throat> their swear words, like us, we're not allowed to say very specific words in our songs over mm-hmm. loudspeakers at stadiums. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Turkey, WAP is playing and the <laughs> song is playing as we're stretching. I'm like, this is so inappropriate. Turn it off. I'm sweating and I'm I'm like, oh, second embarrassment. You know, you have like your parents in the stands, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> your headphones on. I'm so sorry for what you're having to listen to. And but I, yeah. I mean I, I imagine like most of the most of the crowd there knows English well enough to understand what's being said in the song too, presumably. <laughs> Not to the extent, okay, yeah, that right. like Party B or right. them are singing it, um, yeah. or Megan the Stallion, there's some... which is probably better. Um, yeah. But no, there's like, there's definitely no filter um, in stadiums in Italy or Turkey. It's just explicit content, which for some of us is fun, but for other songs, it's like, oh my god, please turn it off. <laughs> um... On a more wholesome note, obviously, you know, you you learned the words to varsity when you went to Wisconsin. I'm sure, you know, uh, yeah. you you know, you had many you had many times singing that. Um, do you have a? What, I mean, what's it like? What was it like, kind of being serenaded by the crowd after <laughs> after a big win? Um, you know, at home and kind of putting putting your arms around your teammates singing that. Yeah. Oh my God! What cool memories, right? Like after every single game. We'd all just pick a side of the field house. A couple of us would go over by the fans. A couple of us would go over by our parents. And 
you know, just seeing varsity and just some great memories. And I think the, like the kumbaya and the community with that and, and the power of just togetherness, it's yeah. really unique and you don't get that really anywhere else besides maybe like European soccer or football, mm. um, where there's people who are singing the same songs and, and you're feeling the energy around you. So just really unique experiences that I'm glad that I got to experience for so many years. Have you seen any of that while playing in Europe? Like, are there, are there songs made up about you or your teammates? Is, is there a, a Lauren Carlini chant that we should be learning? Like, God, I hope not. Uh, can't imagine it's great if there is one. <laughs> I, I think a lot of it is with like the, the soccer chants, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I don't know what they're saying most of the time. Just um, over. Yeah. It's definitely more prevalent in Turkey than it is in Italy. Um, But even in the background of our matches, we have our fans and our supporters who come to every match. And they're just beating on the drums. Just like, it's more noise than anything. Um, But it's still like, it's great background noise. It's better than the COVID seasons where it was literally just your team and no one in the stands. Mm. So I'd rather have stuff going on and, and songs or chanting happening rather than just complete silence in your thoughts. For sure. Scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about, okay, what about Lauren the person, not Lauren the volleyball player, although it is part of the okay. Lauren the person. What do you listen to yeah. in your off time? You're going out, you're just on a Saturday afternoon, no game. Is it the same kind of music? What do you like to listen to? Um, good question. I would say, gosh, when I was younger, I would – I was on the hunt, right? Like throwback to LimeWire and Napster. <laughs> we were in there. Um, and so I have a lot of friends who are really interested in music and um, do a lot of the dirty work for me now and finding the good songs. Um, oh but I would say a lot of it now is like, uh, I also really like listening to Khalid, just very good mix of like just his lyrics and the beats. It's really cool and calming. Um and I love cooking. So when I'm cooking too, I'm doing, I'm using different music. So usually it's like jazz instrumental in the back, like jazz in the background playlists, mm-hmm. um, a little bit more calm mm-hmm. rather than, you know, like headbanging and doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think whenever I go on walks, it's kind of the same thing. It's just very like mellow, um, a lot of like instrumental stuff, which I think my boyfriend has really gotten me into. I used to hate that type of stuff and <laughs> he's really trying to get me into it. Mm-hmm. So it's working slowly, but surely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you have like a, a favorite concert and kind of following up on that has the opportunity to see, you know, sort of live music in Europe with some of the huge cities there. Has, has there been sort of, you know, opportunities to see certain people that you maybe wouldn't have had to see in the U.S. Uh, with, you know, international tours and whatnot, stuff like that. Yeah, funny you mentioned that. So last year, my teammate and I were looking at uh, seeing Dua Lipa. Okay. Yeah. The dates didn't work out. It was in Manchester, I want to say. Um, dates didn't work out for that. Same thing happened when I was in Moscow. Wow. Um, a couple of my friends that I had there, other volleyball players, we were wanting to see uh, Dennis Lloyd who smaller artist but like really unique and he was in moscow randomly had tickets they changed their schedule we couldn't go i was so upset but like i think it would have been really cool to be in those i don't know just foreign countries but again probably smaller venues than what we're used to in the states and it's a little bit more um i don't know personal feeling Mm -hmm. with these artists so Mm -hmm. 
unfortunately wasn't able to see them. Uh, they're both still on my list of people I want to see. And my favorite concert, gosh. Favorite concert of all time. Long, probably Backstreet Boys. Back when they Big. were touring. Can't go wrong with that. Big. Oh, yeah, classic. Um, I want Just kind of in general, can you talk a little bit about what it's like being I, I find it very interesting an american athlete abroad right you're living there permanently you're bouncing in a lot of countries you're forced into like these locker rooms with people that are presumably like nothing like you can you talk a little bit you've had to do that now in three different countries um what's that experience like is it at this point is it natural to you to just kind of be in a place where no one really speaks your language or comes from where you're from and, and having to adjust or is that something that's still an adjustment for you I would say I've definitely gotten used to it more as the years have gone on. My first season in Italy was so hard. Mm -hmm. um, no one wanted to speak English with me. I had no clue how to speak Italian. I didn't know what the hell was going on. So mm -hmm. I, it was just like very isolating and mm -hmm. lonely. And um, that was a hard season. And then going into um, a different team in Italy, I at least had another American with me we were able to hang out and do a lot of things and mm -hmm. um, it just felt more comfortable, better situation. Mm -hmm. uh, went to Russia after that. And although that was extra isolating, really no one spoke English. There was one Czech girl on my team who oh, was yeah. like my translator. Who your only conduit. Was... Yeah. Exactly. Like we're in this together. It's just yeah. us. Um, but got really lucky that season. And there was a couple other American um, and foreign volleyball players playing mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. and their significant others so we had a group of like seven eight people who we would go out and do a lot of things go see movies go mm -hmm. to bars go bowling just random stuff yeah. um and then i would say my easiest years were in turkey quite frankly because it is a country that doesn't speak a very popular language so mm -hmm. they all learn english mm -hmm. um and we all just got along really well great people great humans so helpful mm -hmm. um and definitely with the music helps too. It just like brings everyone together. It's it's actually crazy how um, like how, how much of a bonding experience it can be with people. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've definitely, it's gotten easier as the years have gone on. Um, and now that I know a little bit of Italian and can understand it, that helps as well. But um, yeah, it's just, you gotta embrace it. It's uncomfy at times, <laughs> but really unique cool experience that i get to have here great yeah I, I saw a past interview that you did and i think it was about your time in florence um when you were mentioning you know you've got a dominican in the locker room uh, a swede a brazilian and sort of all of this this crazy mix of of cultures um you know what what does it kind of look like almost practically speaking or specifically speaking where there's people from so many different walks of life uh you know working together every day like that it's, it's crazy, right? And not only are they different nationalities, um, but they're also in different walks of life. Like me, I was coming out of college, so I was, what, 22? Um, meanwhile, there's girls on my team who were 40 years old and, and mothers. Mm -hmm. And so what do we really have in common? It's, it's hard sometimes to find that common ground amongst people um, across the world. So in those situations, I think it's so important to kind of find your niche and your people, right? Mm -hmm. And working in a team, you all don't have to be best friends. I don't like when people think that you all have to be best friends <laughs> and hang out 24 seven in order to work well together. That's just not the case. Um, so I think 
finding your niche, finding your people um, who you can rely on, depend on, um, and lean on in really difficult times, but also respect everyone and know that like, hey, we are a part of a team. We're all going for the same goals and working together and um, let's make this the most enjoyable experience possible. So could you give a little bit of insight then if we're, you know, the two, the two polar extremes, you guys mm-hmm. just won a massive match or, you know, you lost a heartbreaker. Like what are the lock or not the locker room? What are the, the bus vibes? You know, are you guys blasting music on the way back after a big win? Is it, is it dead silent <laughs> if, if you just lost, you know, in, in five sets or whatever? Fair. Um, good question. Actually, I would say after big, like after wins, right. Immediately speaker goes on in the locker room. Like people are blasting, you know, whatever. All I do is win. win. Yeah, okay. God. Okay. Um, but then if you lose, it's usually, it's pretty quiet. And then you have to figure out the right amount of time to where it's like, okay, when can we start talking again? Like, when is it acceptable to start speaking to each other again? Um, and it, it, right there's like a spectrum to it so if you lose in three sets you got absolutely smacked it's like we're just gonna stay silent this whole time <laughs> or we're gonna whisper or, and then like last night we we lost in five but it was a good fight against a really good team we got on the bus and we were like damn, damn. we tried our best you know and like kind of got back into normal rhythm pretty quick so it's a little bit of a vibe check but also a spectrum as to like how bad did we win how bad did we lose et cetera, et cetera. makes sense conversation with Lauren Carlini. I really enjoyed that one. What did you think, Mason? That was great. We got to know a little bit about what she listens to, what life's like on the road. Yes. Um, that's what you can come to expect with every episode of the Rotation Podcast. Absolutely. And uh, you've got some socials that you Absolutely. Plug, right? Listen, just so I know we're not screaming into the void here, follow us back on Twitter, pod underscore rotation, on Instagram, rotation pod. Don't switch that up. It gets a little confusing. No underscores there. No underscores on Instagram. Uh, You'll find the highlights of every episode. You'll see some graphics about what all of our great guests are listening to. A lot to catch up on socials. Again, that's Instagram, Rotation Pod, and on Twitter, Pod underscore Rotation. Yep. See you guys soon. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 